Hello, everyone. Welcome to Start With Questions, a transformational leadership podcast hosted by Mount Vernon Ventures, an R&D company at the Mount Vernon School in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm your host, Ann Marsh Rutledge, Executive Director of Mount Vernon Ventures. And here with me today is Bo Adams, Chief Learning and Innovation Officer at the Mount Vernon School to answer potentially one possible answer to the question, how might schools boost faculty engagement and agency through professional development? Bo, thanks for joining me. Welcome. Thanks, Ann Marsh. I'm excited to have this conversation with you and appreciate you showcasing the work of Collider. Yes, I'm so excited to talk to you about Collider today. So the Mount Vernon School has just hosted their internal professional learning conference, Collider, Collider Remix, in late February. And Bo, I can't wait to talk to you about this experience, kind of the why behind Collider as a professional learning event, uh, maybe some of the benefits for the Mount Vernon School, and then also the implications for other organizations about, you know, a similar type event for their own school. Um, so officially for our listeners, Collider sets the conditions for robust, vigorous in-house professional learning. It includes a wellness expo, a moderated panel discussion, cohort-based uh, share reflection time, and workshops that are led by our own Mount Vernon faculty and staff. But Bo, tell me, what does that really mean in real life? What is Collider all about? So like many things at Mount Vernon, um, a particular titled event or an approach has taken different forms in different years based on us being a learning organization and the idea of trying something and then iterating it through feedback. So Collider started in 2014 and it was really um, a way to bring the best of a conference that people might attend by leaving your school it was meant to bring that in-house so instead of you know five or six people um which sounds like a high number for some conferences from a school but instead of five or six people going to a conference that requires travel and maybe you get on a plane and um, have lodging at that conference and spend two to three, four days there. Um, we wondered about turning that inside the school. So having everyone participate either as a facilitator and presenter. And so there's some great benefits to doing that internally, not just being a presenter for your school at another external conference, but then also so everyone could be a participant. Um, it's called Collider Remix now because we did take a pause during the COVID year 2020 and the year after as we were kind of getting back into um, different forms of school. And um, but we reignited it and so added the remix to it um, two years ago. Tell us more about what the day looks like for faculty who are either facilitating or um, attending events. Like what's what's my user experience as a faculty member like? Yeah, great question. It's um it is very similar to life at a conference that would be external to a school. So like a and 
an NAIS conference, for example, where you've got lots of different schools attending. In this case, it's one school attending, um, but the day can look very similar. So there are um, whole group blocks in the day. So we might start the day all together in the upper campus gym, for example. And that might be like a keynote at another conference or a panel discussion at another conference, but we host that internally. And then there are sessions and we generally have a morning block of sessions and an afternoon block of sessions. And then a third option is for an all day session that lasts the morning and the afternoon. Um, just like you might have again at conferences elsewhere. Um, there usually is breakfast, lunch, and then some sort of closing event for the whole group um, at the end of the day. We try to weave in reflection. Um, and because we're a school of four divisions, a preschool, a lower school, a middle school, and an upper school, um, we can often become pretty geographically oriented. And the people that you hang out with uh, 95 plus percent of the time are the people in your division or even in your grade level. So it's another um, chance, particularly in those cohort groups, to be mixed up, to maybe have a cohort of eight people, um, two preschool, two lower school, two middle school, and two upper school of some, some people and some brains and some thinking that you don't normally get to be around and have that cross-pollination that can be really rich um, in an organization with people that work at a school of inquiry, innovation, and impact. Absolutely. Some of our favorite moments in professional learning experiences at big conferences are like those in-between moments, right? Like chatting over lunch or thinking about how what you're doing in your own work applies to what somebody else is doing. And you're right in a really big, in a bigger school, um, we can really leverage the strength within our divisions of people we don't normally get to talk to or see. So I really love those opportunities. And how do people get to choose their schedule or their sessions? Yes. So, and that's part of the piece that's changed from year to year. So at the intro to this conversation, you mentioned that MV Ventures is a R&D company um, that's part of the Mount Vernon organization at large. So I'm going to use that terminology again, but add another word and letter to it. RDI is something that we talk about at Mount Vernon. Um, we used to talk about having R&D teams um, at Mount Vernon, and we added iteration to that. So now we call them RDI, so research, design, and iteration. And these are connected to the idea that you discussed at the intro um, in a general sense, but more specifically, we choose various RDI topics um, from year to year. They generally help us to do the research around new concepts in education or ideas that are connected to our strategic plan. Um, and we really use a mixed set of teams. So having people from multiple divisions show representation at those different topic groups. And so this year, Collider Remix 2024, um, it was really a culmination of various RDI teams, research design iteration teams, studying their topic together, um, developing some deliverables based on that research and designing some possible work 
that's connected to that, both for the classroom and for the professional. Um, and that uh, kind of public product that you might find in a project-based learning environment um, with a quote-unquote authentic audience, the RDI teams uh, created sessions for this Collider Remix, and that became the menu of opportunities for our faculty and staff to choose from. So for example, we had two all-day sessions, one about becoming nature ambassadors um, and one about learning on purpose. And those sessions lasted from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And then we had a morning block of sessions that included topics like learn to serve, serve to learn. Um, another one, small changes, big impact, maximizing time and scheduling. There was a session on portfolios as we dig deeper into understanding um, the use of portfolios in learning work. And there was a session on AI and artificial intelligence and the practical uses of it in an educational setting. In the afternoon block, people could choose from things like uh, another AI session from learners to leaders. There was a student panel on AI, um, mapping Mount Vernon student leadership opportunities. And that was particularly drawing from our strategic plan, this idea of social capital, um, of relationship building and network building uh, for inquiry, innovation, and impact work. Um, there was a Shark Tank session where people could hear about different ways to approach differentiation, customization, and personalization, um, and different pitches, so to speak, from various stakeholders um, that functioned like a Shark Tank, but again, was connected to this idea in our strategic plan about differentiated learning. There was a mind-brain science session um, some global and cultural proficiency work and some health and well-being work. So people had a, a smattering to choose from based on that RDI work connected to our strategic plan. That's amazing. There's so much to unpack in, in that answer and so many layers, but I think it really speaks to the intentionality of the system for professional learning that Collider exists within, that Collider really is, like you said, this public product moment like we would have in project-based learning or in inquiry-based learning for our students. And I've always felt really strongly that um, what we say we want our adults to do for our students, we should model with our adults as well. And so I see that intentionality so much around Collider and the pieces of the system um, for professional learning that it existed, including the RDI groups. I have a feeling that a lot of our, our listeners might be wondering how you can give our faculty members so much choice and agency to lead the sessions that they want. I mean, the session titles that they came up with are obviously really meaningful to them, but also really specific, you know, like you would find any good conference session um, as leaders, how do you sort of let go of the reins enough to give agency to let faculty present on what's important to them and meaningful to them? Yeah, another great question. Um, kind of the two general ways we've done it since 2014 at Mount Vernon with the Collider and now Collider Remix. One method is we have allowed people to submit proposals uh, for sessions and much like a conference. So people are submitting conference proposal pitches and ideas all the time to external conferences. So um, 
hopefully the translation to the listeners seems pretty natural that you could also do that internally. So mm -hmm. somebody trying out a different form of visible thinking routines meets uh, project-based learning classroom approach, and they are developing some ideas and some design pieces and experimenting with that in their classroom, they might want to share that and spread that methodology, but also get feedback from colleagues about ways that they haven't thought about it before. So that's kind of the first method is we've actually requested proposals from people. This year was a little bit different. Um, and we've used this method before of the RDI teams generally meet for about a year. So at Mount Vernon, one of the ways that we accomplish the RDI work, the research design and iteration work, is if you've got a faculty of 270 people and you've identified 10 to 15 different topic areas for research and design and iteration work, that people select those topics. And then we have a late start Wednesday about once a month so that RDI teams have 90 minutes together before students come to school on that Wednesday. And part of the work of the year in RDI has been to do the research collaboratively together, but to also prepare for this public product moment at Collider. Um, and that, in, in this case, in this year, that gave us these um, topics and session proposals. So we didn't collect uh, proposals for sessions like we have in some years. Instead, the RDI leaders sent us their session topics and session titles and session descriptions. And we actually build a conference website just like you would at any other conference. And people go through a registration process. And then we can look at those registrations and make sure that people's needs are being met and rosters are being built uh, so that people know where they're supposed to be and um, can, and in most cases, people get their first choice of what they want to attend. So to drill in that just a little bit more for this year, for example, if there was a 15 person uh, RDI team on this idea of social capital, then maybe three of the people from that team become presenters at Collider Remix and they want to offer a morning session. The other 12 members of that team, they go and they're participants and they attend other sessions at Collider. So when you are working this way on RDI at a school and you've got groups of people really digging into a particular topic, but they don't necessarily have a lot of information yet about, well, what are the other RDI teams doing? What are they learning? What are they figuring out? What are they designing? And this is really an incredible opportunity to to share that learning and to uh, transfer it across your entire organization, um, which is what happened last Friday. Absolutely. I love that you are really thinking too about the, the different strengths and personalities and desires of different people on the RDI team, because we all know not everybody wants to present at a conference, even an internal conference. Some people really love the research side. Some people really like the action research within their classroom side. And some really enjoy that opportunity to share or you know, even practice for sharing at 
things like um, opportunities to speak at a parent university or those opportunities that, you know, might not resonate as much with other faculties. So the, the idea of personalizing and allowing for choice and also just reinforcing that we all have something to share, but we are all learners as well as I, I think baked into what to me Collider Remix stands for. Yep, absolutely. So um, I know that you named some of the sessions that were there. Were there any themes or kind of cross-cutting ideas that you'd say were linking a lot of the sessions or, you know, might've come up in more than one session? Yes, I think um, artificial intelligence is something that we are exploring and digging into and understanding from the various contexts that could be applied in at a school. So that was a topic that um, had multiple sessions. And um, I think this idea around purpose-based learning is something that we are really drilling into and digging into more here. Our strategic plan is entitled The Impact Ready Project a journey of purpose. And so I think um, the general idea being for our listeners that a lot of times, maybe too often in schools, people can graduate after a number of years at a school and still not know really, what am I deeply interested in? What am I curious about? Um, what might I really start to steer towards in terms of uh, post-school work? And I feel like one of the advantages that we've developed with intention at Mount Vernon is our students, I think, have a pretty significant idea of ways to work in the world because the work they're doing in school is largely in application to some real opportunity or real problem or real solution seeking that's happening. And I so that we do that, that purpose, yes, that purpose-based work, I think, was a theme that appeared in various ways, all the way from a session that was largely to help professionals figure out their uh, purpose-based work um, and reframing the work that we do as educators with a more intentional lens on purpose, all the way to sessions about portfolios and how portfolios are a way for us to curate um, an interesting scrapbook of various purpose moments in our lives and really learning from those portfolio pieces. Um, then I think like, different modalities of learning tend to be a topic area that appears thematically in this type of work at Collider. So mind-brain education has been a topic that I would say has been present in multiple Collider and Collider Remix events. So people understanding more and more about the brain and the way developmental learning occurs. Um, and that certainly was present this year as well. I think the the interesting links between AI and purpose are fascinating because in so many ways, I think AI is highlighting for us the need for more purpose-based work and what is our, our human advantage? What do we as humans have to offer? And, you know, it's a mirror that we're, we're holding up and have new insights around. So it's exciting to hear that those were big themes that came out in Collider as well. 
I wonder too about just implications for other schools, for our listeners who might be thinking um, about their own settings. What do you think some implications might be for, for other schools? Yeah, I think one implication might be don't let the complexity that it seems like might be here stop you from trying. Um, I think that the real intent of it is to mirror a process that we, many of us at schools have been a part of at other conferences and just turning that inward like we talked about before. Um, even the name Collider comes from this idea of people can become um, relatively insular in their work. They can start to really spend more of their time with a particular division or a particular grade level. And so that idea of helping ideas collide, I think at a school that um, our mission statement begins, we're a school of inquiry, innovation, and impact. And the history of innovation is largely about um, ideas colliding with each other and finding the associative thinking skill to combine a piece of idea A with a piece of idea B to get something new um, that could be better. And so I think one implication for schools is just to try in some way, shape, or form um, of how might we get people uh, spending time together that don't normally spend time together. What could be the topics of those research design and iteration groups or at an event like Collider where you might take proposals for sessions. Um, I think it's a great way to break down a strategic plan. Um, so even we started our day on Friday with a Thrive at MV Wellness Expo. And then soon after that, there was a panel discussion and the panel was eight people, a collection of Mount Vernon faculty, staff, and students who were engaged in a facilitated conversation around what it means to be impact ready and what an impact ready learning experience could look like. Um, and I think that was a valuable time of processing um, some pretty significant ideas in our strategic plan as a whole community. And so um, maybe in summary, I think just trying it at some scale and thinking about it as a way to be uh, practical and implementing of a strategic plan and how to infuse it into your work. Um, and then how to help an organization be a learning organization um, and define those topics that are going to be exciting for the professionals who work at your school, but also can help move your school forward from an idea generation and implementation standpoint. We know that the world is just going to continue to change. And so this idea of a learning organization is so important to every organization, whether you have innovation in your mission statement or not. And I really love that you did bring up our mission and the connection to our mission and what part this plays in that, because every school will design something for professional learning and their system for, for professional learning that reflects their own unique mission and vision and who they are and what they stand for. And it won't be a copy of what we're doing, but hopefully there have been some, some ideas that this has sparked for some of our leaders. Are there any kind of like practical or logistical um, points of advice that you would give anyone who wanted to get started on becoming more of a learning organization? 
I think in, in terms of um, maybe trying to positively spread the idea of an in-house conference, um, I think figuring out a scale that works for your school and creating a small committee or group team um, of organizers and figuring out like what is the basis of our session menu going to be um, that can come from a lot of different sources. So to figure out like what's the method we're going to use for this year for that um, and to create those topic ideas and a, a, a registration process for people. Um, I think that's the key piece is just creating the logistical system to help manage the process of the day for people. And find the people who feel passionate about doing this. I, I also heard you say, and pretty much, I think with any change that's important is finding the people who really want to champion that idea and um, people who want to be really involved in this might be leaders or they might not be leaders and leaning into, you know, who's, who has a passion and a purpose for this type of work is always important in any innovation as well. Yeah. Uh, Bo, thank you so much for joining me today. This was such a great conversation and sharing the experience of Collider Remix with our listeners and a little bit about the system for professional learning that Collider Remix is part of. So thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. I appreciate getting to talk to you about it. Absolutely. I will look forward to having you on for another topic sometime in the near future. Um, and for our listeners, you can check out more resources online at mvventures.org and reach out if you have any questions. Thank you all for joining us today um, for our episode of Start With Questions, the Transformational Leadership Podcast hosted by Mount Vernon Ventures.